I'm Jody Carlton, and I am an expert in neurodiversity, specifically neurodiverse relationships. I've been working with partners and couples for so many years now, and I hope you've been enjoying my podcast. But between seasons, I'm going to be giving you these neurodiversity nuggets. That's what I've decided to call them. And it's just some little bonus episodes. I don't have a guest joining me, but sometimes these are clips from videos that are out on my YouTube channel. So if you like YouTube, go over and check that out. Just search my name, Jody Carlton, or you can benefit from listening to these little nuggets here on the podcast. Here is a video from the Q&A archives about boundaries and deal breakers. What you are asking me about being a neurotypical partner and setting boundaries and knowing what your deal breakers are. So boundaries are when we communicate to our partner, this is where my line is. This is where I can't have you cross this line. Or when you do cross this line, this is what I'm going to do because I have to have my own safe space. And sometimes that boundary is a needs to be a physical boundary and sometimes it's an emotional boundary so we need to have a way to communicate to our partner and any other people in our lives too when you start approaching this line whether it's in your behavior the loudness of your voice the words you're using with me the way where a conversation is going when you start to approach a certain line with me then once you get to a certain place, this is what I'm going to do. Boundaries are not about telling someone else what they have to do because that's control. We are controlling someone when we tell them what they have to do because really we don't have a right to tell anybody else what to do. But a boundary is when we communicate to someone else what we are going to do in response to what they do. And then they choose. They get to choose what they're going to do. So we can set a boundary and say, if this happens, you can choose to do whatever you want to do. But if this happens, if you start calling me names, if your anger reaches a certain point that is scary for me, I'm going to go to the bedroom and shut the door. Or I'm going to get in the car and go for a drive. And you mentioned when there's an impressionable young child, but it's not just fine, but it's desirable to model those boundaries, I think, with that impressionable child. Because we want children to learn that it's okay for them to have their own boundaries, physical, emotional, psychological boundaries for them to even say, this is my space. And as parents, we do violate our kids' boundaries sometimes because we're the mom and we're the dad. And that can be tricky sometimes when your partner is wanting to get in that personal space of your kid. And as kids, we do have to learn that at times authority trumps us. But we also want to communicate to our children that safety, and at any time a child feels unsafe, they get to exercise a boundary. And of course, you got the really smart kids who then are going to be manipulative. And they're the ones that drive us nuts as parents. I got a really couple of smart kids and they realize they can start working it and tell you they're unsafe and then you don't know. It, it gets complicated with the smart kids, but ultimately we still want to teach them they can set those boundaries. So you do want to model that behavior for them. 